tomahawk chop, pray our rivals flop. I, I bet they fear the spear after the final clock. We on the war path at the battle end. Heading for that top spot when the rank is dropped. Look around that you see him a product of dope. Florida State tag an era, you ready? Let's go. Chief Oxyola coming through, riding renegade. Opponents running through that tunnel, be very afraid. Be very afraid. Unconquered our flame, bet they remember our name. This legacy reigns, it's no supreme. No gates is a king. A bunch of war daddies coming for more natties. Welcome to Tallahassee, aka the title town. And you know we run the state, ain't giving up the crown. It's not your time right now, probably never will. It's Bobby Bowdenfield, so you know it's real. Underdogs on the road, coming for the side. Do something, blame no one to find the odds. Play by play with the voice, Gene Deckerhall. Who got a swagger like state, you can't knock us off. And we're back with another episode of Tally Up the Points. I'm here with uh, Coach Yomis. What's going on? Coach uh, Colson. <laughs> Coach McCray is uh, in limbo, handling some business right now. And we also got our first guest on the Tally Up the Points part, uh, podcast with Tarif Knockout, FSU uh, enthusiast, rapper, uh, creative artist here. What's up, man? Oh, it's good. It's good. Appreciate y'all. All right. First thing we're going to do is we're going to get in here and we're going to... Uh, well, Yoma's going to ask some questions. Me and AC going to interrogate him since we come with the, the UM and the UL. But uh, I'll let you start off with Yoma's and go from there. What's going on, Tariq, man? Big fan of your your movement on Twitter. Thank you, bro. Pack the garnet pants. Hey. What, what, what's the motivation behind packing the garnet pants? Yo, um, pack the garnet pants, you know, started last year, you know, at the end of the Fisher era. Just, uh, you know, my love for seeing FSU wear traditional road uniforms and the garnet pants was always something that you know I saw growing up as a kid Bobby Brown would always switch it up at least three or four games out the year we would wear the garnet pants and um, it started like mid-season you know I, um, I called into the Jimbo Fisher calling show uh, before the Duke game and I, you know, I asked him like you know can we get the garnet pants and uh, you know he's kind of giving me the run around and uh, so I started the hashtag, Pat the Garden Pants on Twitter, and people just started to catch on and, and support the movement because a lot of FSU fans remember that. You know, mm-hmm. Jimbo never switched up uniforms. He only <laughs> he only had four alternates throughout his whole coaching career at Florida wow. State. Uh, so for eight years, FSU only wore four alternate uniforms. Uh, he only wore all garnet once in the Peach Bowl 2015. Other than that, you know, 2014 was the all-white versus Oklahoma State. And then... Um, and then we were all black versus Chattanooga in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that you know that's what it was about, you know. And um, it just started to pick up a lot of steam throughout the year. And you know, it finally happened in the bowl game versus Southern Miss. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a graduate of Southern Miss. I went to that game. When I tell you it was cold and y'all was beating us so bad, I was back in Monroe at my in-laws' house by halftime. No, by the end of the game. Yeah. I left at halftime. It was cold like that joint. Man. <laughs> but go ahead, AC. You up. Yeah, just like going to the games. Um, you know, we didn't lose a lot when I was a kid, <laughs> so FSU always won, you know, pretty much to me. Um, but, you know, like the rivalries, you know, Miami and Florida, of course, 1999 when they won the national championship, uh, those are just like, you know, moments for me. 
and just seeing like some of the greats, you know, growing up, I got to you know, witness Peter Wark in my childhood and just have that imagination, you know, even playing football growing up, I basically like played basketball, but just to, you know, see somebody like that, that you looked up to as an athlete at the school that you enjoy cheering for, it, man, it's big time, man. I am. If I can get in real go quick, ahead, you ahead. mentioned you played basketball. I uh, heard you were pretty good on the court in your yeah. own right. In your day. Can, you, can you talk a little bit about your playing career? Word. <laughs> Shout out my Lincoln Trojans. 38-38. 38-38. here. Um, but, yeah, I was uh, you know, first team all Big Ben my junior year and senior year at Lincoln 07. Um, you know, uh, I got a, had a couple records, uh, career, all-time three points uh, in the season and, and in my career. My career high was like 38 versus Rickards. Steph Curry with the shot. <laughs> hey, yeah, I was the southpaw up there, but yeah, it was definitely out there getting buckets, man. Um, I played on a pretty good AAU team, Team Breakdown, who's had uh, some you know, notable players come through there, Kenny Boy and Brandon Knight, um, just some of those guys like that. So it was fun times, man. My dad played at Florida State. So, okay. You know, who who played for State? Yeah, he played basketball for okay. State. Yeah, eighty four through eighty six. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's all. You know, I had the hoop dreams. Probably should have played football too. You know, TC <laughs> tried to get me out there. Oh God! He's like, man, I'm telling you, like a young Pat Watkins or something. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, I should have just listened to him. But you know, it's all part of the plan. Yeah, it's part. Yeah. It's part of growing up. You yeah, live and you learn. Yeah. My, my thing is, since to piggyback off what Coach talked about, what was um, your most memorable game at Lincoln Hoopie? Um, I would say like that Rickers game, you know, because Rickers a cross town rival, and you know everybody considered them like the, you know the head honcho in town. And my sophomore year, we lost to them four straight times, and we lost to them in the Elite Eight to go to state. Wow, that was the closest Lincoln had made it up until a couple years ago. And um, you know, just to beat them guys like my junior year, uh, so you know I had 38 points on them, and it was just a great week for me. I got like state player of the week, okay. um, so it was uh, it was real good, man. But I, I would say that, and then like that playoff run, my junior year mm-hmm. versus Niceville. But yeah, that, that's probably like my favorite game. Jump back on this uh, Florida State train. Yeah. What are uh, well, who are some of your favorite symbols? Um, man, uh, so many. Uh, I know Jameis, of course, Jameis Winston. Give me, give me a, a a top four, not necessarily in a one through four order. Top four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. J Boo up there. Warwick Dunn, um, actually, I bump Warwick Dunn, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> no disrespect, but you know, Peter Warwick, and then, um, man, that fourth spot, man, that's tough, man. It's always uh, like, for me growing up, now I would put Dion on there, you know, just because, even though I didn't see him, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was special, man, so that was, that probably be my top four. Yeah, we, were, we were talking off camera, I mean, off mic before you guys got here, and I was telling them, as much as my, my Miami, my fandom is with Miami. My two greatest college football players from Florida State, that's Peter Ward and Dion. And I was telling him earlier, that I think Dion the greatest football player, period, with a T on the end of it. Not, not, not greatest corner, not greatest DB, not greatest Falcon, or not greatest Seminole. I think he's the greatest guy to put on a pair of cleats. Period. Most definitely the best athlete. Definitely prime time. Definitely prime time. He's special out there, man. But yeah, let's uh, talk about your the lethal simplicity and how that came about. Um, Obviously, Coach Harry got hired in what was that January, maybe? Uh, December. December. December, 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 December. Yeah. And when did the and in his press conference he referenced 
leads to simplicity, correct? Right. So did that inspire you to, to come with the song at press conference? Uh, How did it come about? Yeah, originally it wasn't. It was I went back and listened to the uh, press conference and um, you know just him describing what he, his goals and intentions are at Florida State. You know, leads to simplicity. So stood out to me. And I did a song two years ago, uh, prior to that, back in 2016. You know, just my growth as an artist. Um, so it was just the right time. And uh, I'm glad I waited and didn't do a song for 2017. Mm-hmm. You know, we struggled and <laughs> it would have just been kind of hard to promote that. Right. But I wanted to do something that represented the entire Tagger era. So that's uh, that's how Leap of Simplicity came about. And um, my guy Dozaki's produced the beat. Um, so, you know, we went in, laid it down, and, um, you know, next thing you know, they was playing it at practice mm-hmm. um, in preseason, and, you know, people just really caught on to it, and uh, that's, you know, that's basically about it. You know, we dropped the video, had a little drama with that. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about that drama, <laughs> yeah. if, if you can talk about it. I know you're supposed to, to do something in front of the... Uh, front of the stadium right in front of the statue if right you, can you talk about it yeah yeah it's cool yeah <laughs> no originally we was um scheduled it was gonna be like a video shoot so i wanted to invite like all the florida state fans out you know just to be in the background get some nice b-roll mm-hmm. and then um you know the basically fsu police shut it down saying that i needed a permit and whatnot i'm like yo you know people come out here all the time take pictures and everything and I think like my persona online uh, scared them off, so they didn't know what type of crowd they thought was gonna roll up in tour buses with you know, a bunch of bras. Right. You know, this, you know, so. <laughs> and then, um, you know, so eventually we got the video. Um, we was able to shoot the video. You know, shout out my boy Brandon, uh, smoked out digital, and we just did it solo. We kind of went up there and just did our thing, and uh, you know, it turned out nice. And I, in, in a sense, it helped with the you know publicity. Got me some like street creators. Got you. Got you. Drama always brings street street creators. Yeah. Street creators. I mean. But uh, I I I well I hit you on Twitter one early one morning because I heard the song on um, was I, I was on TV I was on radio I was on radio uh-huh. and they just it just played the song it wasn't like a promotion or nothing the song was just playing on the radio and I was like. Man, that's Tarif's song. So I hit you up on the way to, I was going to work, so it had to be somewhere around 6.30. Yeah. And you replied back instantly. I was like, why this dude up? Yeah. And the fact that, the fact that it's playing on the radio, I'm yeah. like, that's that's big right there. That's big. Yeah, that was And on. I think, did you did they play it on game day? Uh, yeah, What happened was well, ESPN reached out to me for the Virginia Tech game, mm-hmm. um, and I had signed a licensing agreement for them to you know, use the song. Um, you know, with any any type of way they would like to, mm-hmm. but you know the outcome of the game didn't go how it's planned. So a bit, I don't think they really used the song. Okay. But I had the you know the contract and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, had, had it went a different way, Florida State's favorite, we probably would. Oh yeah, yeah, man, it would have been doing crazy numbers. I mean, yeah. it's been doing good. Like on Spotify, you know, we over like close to like 50k last time I checked. Okay. Um, the Wake Up War Channel's playing on the mm-hmm. radio. That's, uh, that's probably what you're referring to. Right. You know, so shout out to them. And I, I, I uh, Aslan is, is from, well, I don't know exactly where he's from, from, but when I was in Mississippi, he was working at the, the state capitals TV station. Uh, so I got, I kind of know him a little bit. Yeah. And so um, he, he's, he's a pretty good dude, and I, I know he's a Florida State guy. And him and my former head coach of Florida State guys, they used to always get on me, get on me, get on me. For seven years Word. doing that street. I, I couldn't hide from them. either one of them. They called me out on Twitter, or called me on the phone, or text me. Yeah. I just had to take it. I just had to take it. Word. Until two years ago. 
but we gonna get that. We gonna go there right now. Shout out Corey Clark as on they do they, they do their thing. Yeah, do yeah, thing. yeah, I appreciate it. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna grab Aslan when the season over with. Yeah. If not right toward the end of the season and see see if he'll jump on with me. Cause he actually shouted me out in his show without calling my name. Word. Um right uh shortly after I was telling you I went to um Friday night what Saturday night lights uh-huh. and me and him had a conversation and he was saying that um he said that uh, on his show that he had talked to a high school coach and that I was a Miami fan. Mm-hmm. And he said that I mentioned that, you know, I was rooting for Willie because right. I wanted him to do good. Oh, yeah. And that, that was me he was talking about. So yeah. we sat there and talked for a good 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I appreciate him for what he did in high school sports in Mississippi. And I kind of I have appreciation for what he's doing with Wake Up War Chant. Yeah, because, definitely. I mean, they could go a, a, a way different way, especially since they're not necessarily they're a straight podcast now. Right. But he, cho- he chooses to keep it classy, and, and I respect that from him. Yeah, but AC, you got something for me, man? Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Um, like the tribe, eighteen guys. Um, the ones that Coach Tag are bringing in, I think those are going to be the ones that's able to, you know, change the culture. Uh, it's, you know, it's been a lot of internal issues or whatnot just over the past couple of years, whether it's injuries or attrition or recruiting or whatnot. But, um, I mean, they're getting it right, man. That's the thing. Like, the team is improving every week, whether it may not seem like they are um, win-loss column-wise, but, you know, they are getting better. And um, I think those young guys are the ones that's going to keep pushing, you know, like Jaden Woodby, Trayshawn Harrison, Sante Samuel, like those are guys that are out here making plays like week in and week out. Um, you know, Harrison had the touchdown. A n- nice move too, man. That kid's gonna be special, man. Um, Asante had the tip that eventually led to uh, you know, uh, Stanford Samuels getting the interception. So these young guys out here making plays, man, and these are guys that Willie brought in that he believes in. And the, the next class for 2019, those those will be some guys too. Sam Howell leading the way as quarterback and, uh, you know, getting some offensive line, you know, how many we can get, <laughs> we bring them in. <laughs> the, um, what do you think you guys' chances are of landing um, Thibodeau? Oh, real good. Uh, I, I met him at the um, Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. you know, uh, briefly. Um, it's kind of weird, man, being like a, an artist or a court now, they, you know, they consider me an insider to the program, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta kind of make sure, like, I'm, uh, you know, cautious with how I interact with recruits, uh-huh. and I didn't really know that, um, so, you know, it's like, it could be a compliance issue if I'm up here, you know, taking pictures or, you know, having engagement with him mm-hmm. or whatnot, but um, it was just real brief. But I feel good. I think it's down to us in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I don't follow recruiting at all. You know, that was. It was before I even knew about that. I just don't follow recruiting after mm-hmm. like 2014. I just gave up. Okay. Um, just too much for me. And then I, I just rather see guys pan out here. Um, but I feel good. You know, that, you know, KT gonna end up with Seminole, man. Okay. You got something? Else? Yeah, a little bit back off of football. Back, back into Pat the Garnet Pants. Yeah. I think we need to start a new hashtag. You've been, uh, <laughs> you've been on it lately about getting the 
the home jerseys, getting the numbers changed back to white. They they went yeah. to gold back in 2014. Huge mistake. <laughs> and like you had a you had a whole thread on Twitter the other day about yeah. the khaki colored helmets, and they they got that fixed in a, in a decent amount of time. And then the white jerseys with the gold numbers that were atrocious that they started in 2014. Yeah. And they got those fixed by halfway during the season. Why haven't they changed the numbers back to white yet? To go so, back to the traditional word. Florida State style. That's a that's a real good question. And what hashtag can we use? Man, I'm change it back. Man, for real, bring, bring back the white numbers or something. There yeah. was a huge mistake by Nike or you know whoever was at Florida State who signed off on that um, with the whole reveal, and that's what the thread was basically saying. You know, we went through four sets of uniform. I mean, uh, helmets. And um, I'm not sure, man, uh, but the white numbers need to come back because we look exactly like Boston College. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's been frustrating because I see Nike and schools getting new uniforms and, and helmets and things like this year in and year out or weekly. You, UCF just got their space cadet uniforms. <laughs> like, it doesn't take time. And I think it, there's, a, there's some type of disconnect where... FSU's not picking up the phone or or whatnot because you know in the contract you know Nike has uh, they can consult with us at any time if um, if we want to get new uniforms but if FSU ain't picking up the phone like I said Nike's not in the mind reading business right they can't sit over here and teleport from Oregon oh FSU's thinking about getting new uniforms let me make the phone call like no it's up to us to decide even if if it's not a priority. From a sense, somebody should be over there. Like, hold on, this ain't right. right. And um, that's what's frustrating to me. It's like it's, it, it's such a simple fix, and it looks better. Right. Completely elevates the uniform. Do, do you think that they know that that whole that whole four or five year run that Oregon was on? I would say half of that is based off they got those kids based off uniform combinations. Or do you think they they can think about that? Because kids love that. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. I mean, half those recruits Oregon got yeah. probably was because they had, what, 200? They knew they were going to play in the same jersey ever. Right. Ever. That's how, that's how it was. Like, I mean, kids, they're attracted to that. You know, recruits growing up, you know, uniforms. That's why when they come on the, on the visits, you know, they're wearing the black uniforms. You know, they want to put that on. Unfortunately, we haven't been, like, wearing different combos. It's kind of the irony of that. You know, Coach Tackett said he was going to come in and, Wear different uniforms. We still got a couple more games. But maybe, maybe he wants to make them earn that that that, that right. So Which is really understandable. Five games, five games, regular season games remaining. What are the chances that we wear something different? I know this week coming up, we wear traditional guarded on gold. Yeah. Uh, Which was changed <laughs> again. Uh, we're going to NC State, so we got a chance to pack the garnet pants. Yeah. Now I'm feeling for the Notre Dame game. If we could take it flashback to 2003. That's the one. Uh, with uh, Cofonzo Thorpe. Oh yeah. Is it all white? Yeah, all, all white. white. Yeah, all white. Going so, all yeah. white. Hopefully they, they they bring out the white. Yeah. Um, and then flashback to maybe '96, Florida State, Florida. Maybe '94 when they first brought out the all garnet. '92 maybe. Yeah, it was '92 uh, with Charlie Ward. Charlie yeah. Ward. That's so, a Florida State Florida game. Maybe all garnet look there. That'll look good, man. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Like the one I want, man, is the all white. You know, Notre Dame. Um, that one should happen. 
if it don't happen, I'm gonna be real mad. Yeah, Cause I'm be like, yo, it has to. It's a method to the madness with the uniforms. Like with, with Bobby, he understood, and that's where the tradition come in. Like people don't understand. Like it's a it's a tradition to the ultimate uniforms. Mm-hmm. Like Bobby understood matchups and when he would bring out the garnet pants. Like there was no reason like we couldn't wear garnet pants versus Wake Forest. Like come on, <laughs> we playing Wake Forest. Y'all want to bring the garnet pants out or whatever it is. But it just been weird, man. I, I didn't like the um. It's not like I didn't like the combo for Louisville. It's just the wrong time for it. Yeah. It didn't make any sense to me. How you gonna skip right over the traditional garnet pants go go helmet look to go with the alternate helmet? Do you like that helmet? Nah, I mean, <laughs> I, would, I would like it better if it was a garnet face mask, like on the original, mm-hmm. on the pictures. If you look online on the pictures, that's how they came in. Right. They, it's a garnet face mask, and it looks, it just looks better. I don't know who signed off for us to get gold face masks. <laughs> a garnet face mask with a with a dark visor. It's pretty Man, intimidating. It's, yeah, it's clean. And like that gold just kind of throw it off. Um, but um, on the, you know, once whenever we get the new, the rebuild, the update uniform, they should just ditch that one like the Jags did. You know, Jags got rid of that two-tone helmet, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now it just looks better. Yeah. We can have a black helmet, either have a black or a garnet helmet. Um, I think we should have four helmets, a traditional, uh, a traditional chrome would look nice, a white, and then either black or garnet. And that's it. Don't like, you have a, a maroon? I mean, not a, not a maroon, so I messed up. That's the Mississippi State image. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh, they're going to get them. <laughs> they're right, they're going to get, get you out of the paint. <laughs> a, a garnet matte. Don't you have a garnet matte helmet? Yeah, it's a two-tone. That's so, the one you don't like? Yeah. I mean, I don't have... It's, it's not, okay. Yeah. yeah, but it would look better with the garnet cage, the garnet uh, face mask gotcha. versus the gold. Okay. Um, but yeah, that you know, four, four helmets would be enough um, for them to make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of uh, helmets... What what you think about that white helmet at, at Lincoln? It's clean. I'm a Nike guy, but you know, <laughs> it's clean. Um, I remember. Well, I was at the like O line camp. Um, I, I was talking with somebody and they told me I was going to Adidas. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lincoln going to Adidas? I'm like, where? Yeah. Man. It's free strike life, you know. Business I'm a, decision. Right. Had to be, because I'm a swoosh guy, but <laughs> I saw the um the all white and I was like, well that, that boy clean. Y'all were all black like last week, right? Yeah, 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 black, yeah. yeah that was nice. I like that um, look too. Um yeah, it's just nice, you know, Adidas. And we ended good. up we ended up we have uh, all black, all white, all green. All gold. And we kind of mix it. You can mix, mix it. And yeah. match. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's how FSU should have it. Four sets where you can kind of mix and match and, and respect the tradition. I think, like, when people see me on Twitter talking about uniforms or whatnot, they think I'm trying to abandon the tradition. Like, no, I'm trying to respect the traditions within that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, give us some uniforms that look good. Add a little, little modernness yeah. to, to the program. I want to backtrack to a little bit. You brought up UCL. I think one thing they do great with their helmets. Yeah. Putting that uh, that uh, area code right here. Oh, where? Oh, they're playing where they're Oh, where? Oh, damn. Where, unlike, yeah. unlike on our white helmet, which is kind of similar to theirs, yeah. we have 3838. Oh, where our 3838 is, they put like. Is it 3D? Uh, no. Uh, like for me, it would be uh, <laughs> 601. And okay. for you, it may be 850, or, you know, wherever you're from. That, yeah. That's what you get in front of your helmet, which is yeah. you personalize the helmet, mm-hmm. but you stand within team yeah, yeah. regulations. Yeah. Yeah. 
bring out where you're from. But right. Like, I, I think that's a recruitment too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the game they had last year, I don't know. I'm, I'm in the uniforms and the stadium and stuff like that. Yeah. UCF actually in the UCF. It was in their final conference game, I believe. There was a, a action photo of the player who had the helmet on within the UCF. Wow. Of wow. each player. So they, yeah. from in the game, it was a picture of them on the field. That wasn't the South game. Florida game, was it? No, it was the one before the South Florida game. Who were they playing? Memphis? Memphis game. They had their, mm. a, a picture of the player was in the wow. in the uh, the logo. They do it right, man. Oh, yeah. A lot of schools, EQ pages and EQ, like, they do it right, man. And um, you know, I wish we could, uh, you know, yeah. just kind of take some notes I, here. I hate there. a little bit because I'm a Florida State fan, but Florida, yes. University oh, yeah. of Florida does an awesome job with their they do. equipment. They put out their uniform every week. Yeah. Uh, even Clemson, who's Florida State's about to play, they do an excellent job. A lot of teams just pumping that stuff and yeah. just showing all the gear and things that they get. Man, they do a great That's job. That's what I'm saying, bro. And it's kind of like it's a small percentage of people who – who don't understand or they think like that's not a big deal like it's trivial or whatnot and it's not it's like man you looking across across the time and we behind the times with that because yeah right. it is you gotta put that out there right. you gotta respect that man you, I, I wish our EQ page you have to step um, game up. you have to evolve with these kids yeah if you want to keep up with them exactly if you don't evolve if you get stuck in your ways the only person in college football right now that can stay stuck in their ways and succeed is safe yeah he's and, the only one and even he changing things he brought Kobe in over the uh, right yeah over the um, summer or during fall camp you know how big that is for the kids to see Kobe right <laughs> I go back to Oregon though you talk about their uniform yeah how many kids would go to Oregon without the uniform without the uniform so I think not very many but I think I think with Florida State and I think I mean they're trying to stay with tradition I think there's somebody with tradition I don't think they have to do like you said and and what you're saying I think people might misconstrue that yeah I feel like you're saying we gonna stick with tradition right but hey we can have a little little alternate here or there and, and get it right yeah, just yeah. get the get the especially, especially right. when you have that big like however your season sets up you have a big like maybe a prime time game yeah throw your alternate out there in and then your regular your tw- like 12 o'clock game stay traditional do your thing like that yeah or, or, or vice versa but yeah. just have a mix in there somewhere where kids can see it right. and then like oh i want to play in there or, or see myself because you don't want to have kids try on something and they never get to play in it and that's how that's how jimbo did it you know he had kids coming in wearing black uniforms and he tell them they're gonna wear it and like the thing was he would just he would guarantee that, but it would be once. So, like, whatever recruiting cycle, that's why you saw it in 2015. Because those seniors, he want to let them seniors wear it. But mm-hmm. we probably want to saw them uniforms for another three, four years <laughs> right. to the next, like, graduating class. Like, he just, he was whack with it, man. I'm happy about this coming week. We got Georgia. He's coming out with all white. All white. A lot of people oh, talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. the white helmets. Yeah, with the white helmets, yeah. But this time they're going to have a script. The script on both sides. Yeah, they used to have a script. With the F, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. I like that. It's, it's clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got the I like uniform the swag. Huh? Yeah. I like I like the other one. I, yeah. I, I, I ain't a big on that. I, I, I forgot close in the gator. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hate yeah, the gator. Uh-huh. You don't like the orange uniform? Orange uniform. Wait. You know what I used to like to do? And I still do it now because I, I got I got NCAA. Not the last one, the one before that. So yeah, I got, 13. I got thirteen, 13 yeah. and every, and when I play, my Miami combinations be deep. Hey. I come out there with the, the teen color shoes, the green <laughs> pants, the orange shirt, the black hat. Yeah. I mix it all up. Bring back, bring back, yeah. Ed O'Bannon, 
wreck, wreck, yeah. Yeah, I went found it on eBay. I have it. What, 2014? Yeah. Yeah. At one point, I was, I was, I was getting NCAA yeah. Madden every year. Then I, as I yeah. got a little older, it kind of fell off. I wish I had Right. Yeah. July, I mean, when, that was July. July 13th. Yeah, July when it come July, out. July 15th. And then Madden come out like a month running later. Running the game stop or whatever it was. Yeah. Right. Uh, I remember mean, a couple of times we would be up. Uh, they started opening at 12 and releasing it. Bruh. Be right there. Yeah. <laughs> you up all night. Ain't no album release. This is a game release. Game release, yeah. <laughs> For real, man. But uh, as far as the, the Florida State, you guys are what now? Three, four, three? Four, four three. three, yeah. Do you think you get bowl eligible? I mean, we talked about it. You, you put the poll out there the next three games. Yeah. You got uh, Clemson, yeah. NC State, and Notre Dame. It's tough. Notre man. Dame's undefeated. Clemson's undefeated. And, and NC State just, ain't no pushover. They just lost their first lost the first one to Clemson. Yeah. So, that, so between those three teams, that's one loss. Yeah, we got And the on. question he asked was, you think we're going to go what? 0-3, 1-2, 2-1, or 3-0? Or or huh? You got the They do. Yeah. Well, like we were talking earlier, they got the talent outside maybe. But in the trenches, I don't know if they do. Because, you know, Clemson's tough up front. I think they, they, that is true. But I think with, with a game plan, they might be able to get some, get some mismatch they like. But, yeah, that, you gotta that see is a big, that's a big, that's a big front. It's going to take, it's gonna take a, a, a hell of a game plan. Yeah. And then, just like you were saying, you got to win some one-on-one matchups outside and inside in the trenches. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Florida State's D-line against Clemson's O-line. Yeah. I think that's, if we have... An advantage or anything, that's where it is. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. With uh, Marvin Wilson starting to play really well right now. Uh, Marcus Christmas and Fred Jones and Durden, young people. And then uh, Brian Burns come off the edge. Kando starting to pick it up a little bit. And Ain't Ame, Ame on the edge and Janoris Robinson. So they got the names, they got the they got the power, they got the strength. We just got to put together and, and try not to get worn down. I'm, that's what I'm worried about, worried about the defense getting worn down. Burns has been lights out the last couple of games, last couple of weeks. He's steadily improving. Um, first and second in the nation with sacks. He's got nine sacks. Um, Leads the nine. nation. Nine. Ooh. Leads the nation. Leads the nation in quarterback hurries. So if he's not getting the sack, he's you know taking them off their uh, launch point. Got to account for them. So uh, you know, I look at it on paper. It don't look like it. It might be something good going on at twelve o'clock in dope. But I'm gonna roll with my boys. Whenever we do our prediction, I, I let you know. So I'm just I'm just gonna give a, the prediction off what his his his, his Twitter thing was. I'm, I'm gonna say they get. One of those three. That's what the final poll said. One of those three. It was pretty close, actually. It was I think I thought thirty-eight percent, two and one. Thirty-eight percent said one and two, and thirty-seven was saying two and one. Mm-hmm. And then it was like eleven and ten with um, three and oh, three, three, three and oh, one three. Which how many people voted? You know, about uh, thirteen hundred people. Really? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. good for a yeah. poll. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was you no know, pretty, um, pretty consistent. I don't, I don't think three and zero is realistic. Oh no, nah, it's yeah. two and zero. Zero and three. I don't think zero and three. Zero and three is zero and three is more likely than three, three and zero. Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna go zero and three. Nah, I, I, I think they're gonna get one, and I, I don't think they're gonna get Saturday. Gotta I think get they can one. get they can get NC State or Notre Dame. 
I don't care. I, I love for anybody to beat Notre Dame. Yeah, oh yeah, that's always. Fun. So I, you know, I'll be in your corner that, that week for sure. I, I hate Notre Dame. I hate Ohio State. Yeah. The <laughs> thing that scares me about this stretch, and I tell people over the summer, NC State has always been that kryptonite. Man, since, yeah. Up there. Mm-hmm. Since like, I mean, when I'm not a up, Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's Saturday. It's not a Thursday. And it's not a night game. So we dodge them bullets. Three thirty. Yeah. No, three thirty. But man, that's a. It's always been a tough. Every, every team has a place like that where they play in any sport. Uh, and if NC State just had to be that team, man. Um, well, thinking about that, sorry to interrupt. Are you just going back to a, a, a day, kind of what started the down, the, the lost dynasty. I think it was in 2002. Yeah. When uh, Florida State went up to NC State. Might have been at noon, might have been at 3.30. Oh, no, that was a night game. No, no, no. Torrey Holt. Oh, 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 in 97. Nice. Oh, is that what? Well, uh, it might have been 2001. Oh, it's, it's late 90s, early 2000s. Maybe 2000. Because Andrew was on the team. Oh. And, uh, yeah, Torrey Holt. Chris Winky was up there. Winky threw like five picks. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, bro. Boy, y'all, y'all boys got a plethora of FSU knowledge. I love it. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I, we got to win one out of these next three, and it's it's gonna be tough. Um, just because I everything lined up. But if you know, if we don't win, if we don't win on Saturday. Now, I would say that we got a better chance of upset Notre Dame than we do Clemson. I, I can agree with that. Even though we play at home Saturday. Yeah. And they're going to they gonna be ready to play, man. I yeah. can kind of see it. I can see they, you know, the look, how they look. They're trending up. Yeah, they're going to be ready to play. Yeah. Now, I knew they were going to be ready to play versus Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, man, I thought we were going to lose that game. Yeah, sure have. You should have. You should have. should have lost um, You know what? Remember on Saturday when I walked off to go to go glance at somebody's TV? And I came back, I was like, man, Florida State just cool. I saw that was the the pass. And I walked out mad, so I didn't see, know that they called it back. Uh, yeah. But that's what that was. But since, since we talking college football, let's go ahead and flip out our scripts and the crazy still hadn't made it. And let's go ahead and talk about UF, Miami, Florida State, get them predictions. Then maybe McCray falling on the back end. If not, we're kind of ramping it up. So um, last week, Miami played the bye week. We won that week, which is great. <laughs> Undefeated. Didn't give up points. Um, probably had uh, infinity sacks, no uh, threw for infinity no yards, <laughs> no injuries. Uh, now we, we did have one injury at the quarterback position. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they named two at the quarterback. So um, I mean, uh, uh, Mark Rick, I get like we was talking about maybe last week. He sees something in Rozier that you know, for for what the situation is right now, he might. Even though you don't like it, he, he's inaccurate at times. I, I, think, but I he, think he don't see something in the coast. That's yeah, why he's going okay. to I can deal with that. That's what I think it is. I don't know if he just doesn't trust him or he don't know the whole playbook or he just ain't mature. Because he did something on Snapchat to, to get in trouble recently, too. I don't know what it was or what Flashing the money. Yeah, flashing the money. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And you ask Leo Lewis about flashing that money, boy. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know who Leo Lewis is. Nah. Leo Lewis is the center of the investigation around Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Oh. He, he, he initially committed to Mississippi State. I mean, to Ole Miss. And then at the last minute, switched to Mississippi State. And there was money involved. And, oh, yeah, and if sure. you get a chance, there's a SB Nation series on YouTube centered around Leo Lewis. It's about four or five episodes long. Yeah. And it gets deep into... The money bag people. The bag man. The bag, bag, the bag man. man. Yeah, he's still senior at Mississippi yeah. State. Wow. They, they, they gave him clemency, 
because he agreed to testify. So he's he's like he basically got off, but was able to testify against Ole Miss, which they in turn end up getting you know a lot of whatever. But back to Florida. Um, like I said, Miami, we didn't lose. I don't know what 12 is gonna do. I hope he take us to where we need to be because we only lost what two games. So 10 and two don't sound bad, and we maybe play Clemson and. See what happens there. See what happens there. What's it looking like? I'm oh, bad. Dude. What's it looking like on the coastal side as far as um, standing? Standing. I don't know them. Work. I don't know them tip for tip, but I know Miami is sitting right there where they control their own desk. Who's right there with them is um, VTech. 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 And I think yeah, I want to say um, Virginia or BC. Virginia got because Virginia beat us, so they got the uh, tiebreaker. They got right tiebreaker. Yep. Yeah. But I think both of us sitting on two losses too. Yeah. Mm. But they got a tiebreaker. So it's, it's, it's jumbled up, but Miami still controls them in division. Yeah, yeah, we only have one loss in division, but still. Two in conference. No, 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 just no, two overall. We lost LSU and LSU. LSU. So we still sitting on top. Oh, yeah, we, like I said, control our own destiny, but yeah. you know, you you don't know you don't know which Miami team you're gonna get. Nah. Yeah. All right, so I kind of digress from us because we ain't play nobody. Let's jump on over to uh, well, we go to yeah, Coast because they ain't play nobody either. We ain't play nobody either. We had a bye week. Y'all pulled up. <laughs> Man, we pulled up on the Bible. We, we turned the bus off this week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we pulled up. Uh, I mean, it was really nice, but Georgia had the Bible also. So this is going to be a good game coming up. This is, this is going to dictate the East right here. Um, no, we don't want to go to prediction yet. Your bye week, let them talk about theirs. I know the Florida Georgia game coming up. I think I'm happy to see what Grandpa going to do. What do you think y'all need to work on about week? Uh, about week, I think toughness. I think uh, get people healthy. Um, did y'all have any injuries of, the, of concern that you uh, know of? Not of concern. No. We did. Not of concern. We just got. I think <laughs> for real, for real. we got to get. Uh, we got to get that second DB, that second corner. This is solidified. I think. But the injury and the, you know, cost of the season. But that guy, we just got to short that other guy. I think we should have some safety. Still some concern because we're shuffling some safety in. But, uh, you know, and O-line. I think O-line still coming for progress. They've been doing a good job and been creative with the playbook getting, getting those yards. So I think that, 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 that's that's continue. Okay, but the injury we got, I don't know if you know, Lingard got hurt. Yeah, yeah, I did read that. He, he, he doesn't play a lot, but I think he plays on special teams, maybe mm-hmm. returns a few kicks for us. And it's, I think it's serious. Yeah. Because they, they don't really say what the injuries are, but he tweeted right behind it, say, basically saying, you know, he'll be back strong and faster when he come back. But nobody really knows the extent of the injury. But I'm going to say it's significant. Leg injury. Yeah. Oh, wait, look at his shirt. There you go. Okay, B. Clemson. Okay. Okay. Sergio. <laughs> Turn that around, let us see that. Turn, turn that around, let us see it. That shirt. B. Clemson. I like yeah. it. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> but um, uh, lastly for this week, Florida State played um, what, Wake, Wake for homecoming. Yeah. And I let, as a matter of fact, we let you give your synopsis of the game since you're the guest. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, we started off slow, you know, it was 10-0. And I was at the game, it was sweltering hot. I mean, <laughs> blistering. <laughs> But yeah, we survived, man. Um, and that's another thing, like you seeing the growth with this team. You know, you get down 10-0 early, you start to hear the, you know, the groans and whatnot. Yeah, it's like it wasn't like crazy or nothing. But you know, people was getting a little frustrated. But um, you know, they kept they 
you know, composure. Mm-hmm. I think Francois had a, a good game. Um, you know, it's good to see Cam finally, you know, actually break off something. And, you know, he, he definitely needed that going into this one. Right. He needed something positive to hold his hat on. Um, and, you know, the defense played well, too, after they made some adjustments. But it's a whole different animal and beast, you know, that we're dealing with uh, coming up. You know, I, um, I saw the first maybe two series um, when Wake was kind of moving at wheel. Yeah. But, um, you know, we did some things Saturday morning, and I'll talk about it later, that I was kind of dozing. So I really didn't wake back up till it was like five minutes left in the game, and it was like 38, 10, yeah. something like that. But uh, go ahead, yo, what you see? Um, just like you said, we started off slow, and that's – <clears throat> something we hopefully that we are addressing um, to try to fix offensively and defensively. I, I love the adjustments that are made on defense by Coach Barnett and his staff, but you don't want to, especially a team like Clemson or NC State or Notre Dame, you don't want to spot somebody 10 points because their defenses are going to be amped up and ready to roll. You might not be able to, you know, come back off of that. So uh, definitely want to see that tightened up, Get you know, start faster on offense and defense. But like you said, later in the game, um, Francois settled down, made some nice passes, um, got a lot of receivers involved in the game uh, that hadn't played since early in the season. Treshawn Harrison had a couple of nice catches and uh, – and, uh, Helton from uh, West Florida, he got in the game and had a had a handoff or maybe one catch as well. And like you said, Cam Akers was finally able to break a long run. Um, they talk about his patience. He's used to scoring. He's right. used to doing that over and over again. And for him not to have been able to do that yet this season, I'm sure it's been discouraging. But he's been plugging away, plugging away, and finally he uh, took his time and he made his play. So that was exciting to see. Uh, defensively, uh, defensive line played well. Brian Burns was in the backfield all game. Uh, and uh, made some plays in secondary. Instead of Asante Samuel, had a couple of nice breakups. One led to a Stanford Samuel interception. And, uh, Asante to- Samuel, Jr. Stanford Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of good. No. 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 <laughs> but definitely. Uh, like you said, seeing improvement every week, especially off the bi- since the bye week, I think Florida State has improved um, tremendously. And hopefully, just keep that momentum going and just use that backs against the wall, us against the world mentality, and keep it rolling the rest of the season. And get bowl eligible or shoot, win all the games. I don't know. Do, do what you need to do. Now, um, <laughs> we mentioned a minute ago that it was Florida State's homecoming, and uh, for those of you that don't know, to review performed. Am I correct? Or you were just there hanging out? I was hanging out. Yeah, hanging out. Yeah. I saw a picture of him with Sleepy Brown and, and Big Boy. Big Boy. How, how, how was that to, to meet those guys? Uh, incredible. You know, just like I said, it's like childhood heroes for me, you know, looking up. You know, Outkast, you know, Vinny Mob, Dungeon Family, all that. So, you know, just to meet meet two legends in the game like that, it's just nothing but inspiration, you know, and seeing T-Pain. Know, up on the on the jumbotron. Tallahassee hero, right? That's what exactly what he is, man. Tallahassee hero, you know, you know, just inspires me, you know, to keep going and know that I'm on, you know, the right path with, with what I'm doing. Okay, so, yeah, okay. that was big time. All right, um, what we're gonna do here is is let Tariq give his uh, social media stuff, his uh, where you can hear his music at, and, and go from there. And um, we you know we appreciate you coming on and. and, and I love it. I think we're going to have you back, especially later on in the year when uh, we can kind of get the synopsis of everybody. We'll, we'll have you on and, and talk a little bit about it because your Florida State knowledge is uh, 
wealthy, just like your ones, if, if not more. Uh, you, got, you started the movement. What, what's the movement? Uh, pack the pants. Bring back the white numbers. Bring, yeah, so you gonna make up the hashtag? Yeah, we, go. <laughs> yeah, we work. We working on it. You know, you know if I'm out of, if I gotta be that guy to bring the white numbers back, you know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm here to do. You know, start the movement. Tell um, our listeners uh, where they can can follow you at on social media and where they can get the music. Get your music from. Oh yeah, for sure. It's um, Tariq Knockout is you know, Universal T A R E E F Knockout on uh, you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. The worldwide on my website, freeknockout.com. Uh, my music is available as well on iTunes, Spotify, you know, Google, basically YouTube, you know, wherever you want to find it. Lethal Simplicity, um, official video out on YouTube. Uh, you can find it there. Make sure you go click there. I'll put a link when I when I throw this up. Yeah, drop the link. Um, I'll be at uh, Florida High this Friday um, for their se- uh, senior night uh, versus Gabby. I'm at the pregame tailgate party, so I'll be performing Lethal Simplicity along with probably another song or two Okay. Um, around 6.30, so uh, we'll, we'll be out there. I have my DJ, so gotcha. um, there'll be some good vibes, man. But Definitely try to check that out. Yeah. yeah. I always support. Thank you. Again, I appreciate you for coming on. Um, oh, go ahead, yo. We're on a podcast, and I may be wrong. It sounds like you. Did you do a song for the Big Three Roll-Up? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, okay. Yeah, get it off your chest. You know, yeah. I did the, uh, the little tell him why you mad, son, that section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did the, that was my you know, little snippet area. For, okay. You know, so, you yeah. did a little snippet area for them, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The segue. You know, you got a little local you know, snippet areas you want to drop this way. We, <laughs> we'd be more than willing to uh, make sure we get throw them out there and you know, tally up the points. Right. Yeah, you knock know. out, you know, Colson Yomans with Cray Evans. Yeah, I know like that name's enough. We'll make it happen. Kobe right there. <laughs> um, yeah, we had to, um, yeah, shout out, tally up the points. Um, no. Hey, dude, hey, whatever you want to do, I, I at least about to be in the video. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no permit. Word, word. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can make that happen, man. Um, shout out. No, I hit up my guy. Okay. See what we can come up with. No, Definitely, guy. just, you know, you know, something that we can intro into, and yeah. they know it's your voice and it's us. Yeah. What? 30 seconds? Yeah, Something maybe. like that? Yeah. Oh, sure. let's, let's, let's drop in and it'll promote you. We'll definitely shout you out. Expand Every the brand. Right, exactly. That's, exactly. That's exactly. what we're here for, man. Exactly. And I appreciate but y'all. Now, now if you want to chime in when we do this little high school thing, feel free. Yeah. Feel free. Um, we're going to jump to the high school portion of it. Uh, last week, uh, Lincoln played Escambia. We played on Emmett Smith Field, which is a Gator great. Um, I forget the name of the guy that was the stadium man, but yeah. Emmett Smith Field just, just <laughs> caught my eye. And um, you know, we went over there, and they had a, they got, like I said the week before, they had a fairly athletic team. But we came out with a focus that I really hadn't seen all year. And we, we jumped out um, early, early, early on these guys. And I think we ended up winning 28 to 28 to 3. Now, um, normally I shout out offensive guys, and I, I will in a second. But I got to give a huge shout out to Marcus Knight. Marcus Knight got beat on a play, didn't quit, chased the guy down. Punched it out and got a, you know, forced a fumble on maybe like the eight, nine yard line. And, you know, that score for them at the time, I think it was seven to three. Probably 14, or 14 three. to three. And they, you know, maybe would have scored and got a little closer. But after that, it was a different Lincoln team on the field. Then we went down and scored shortly thereafter and ended up pulling it out. And uh, before I pass the Yeomans, I'm going to give my offensive 
shout outs like we do from time to time. Uh, offensively, I want to shout out Sage, Sage Ennis for, for being consistent. I think he had like seven catches for like 80, 90 yards and a touchdown. And if I'm not mistaken, Sage has a touchdown almost every game. Lately. <laughs> Lately, right. I don't know the, the numbers uh, right off the top of my head, but he has a touchdown almost every game. And uh, yeah, he's having a good, a good year so far, and I appreciate what he's doing for uh, the Trojans and whatnot. And we got other guys that, that showed out, but I don't really want to name everybody every week. So if I throw your name out there, it's kind of be like Dion. You ball, you get the call. <laughs> but pass it on to Yeoman's top defense. Um, like you said, uh, Scambia came into the game, highly talented, uh, very athletic team. Uh, big time running back that they had. Their offensive line was <clears throat> pretty big, and they were able to do some things. And they came in the game averaging over 30 points a game. So, uh, defensive staff, we were we were concerned that you know we we really had to game tackle and, and get in the backfield and affect the running back. And uh, the quarterback was very athletic and was able to do some things, but. Uh, and he made some plays, but at the end of the day, we, we game tackled well. And like you shouted out, Marcus Knight, he was Johnny on the spot. Um, had an interception, had a pass breakup, had a big um, a big uh, forced fumble. Um, shout out to Brandon Proctor, defensive lineman, hustling down the field. Uh, the running back, it was a bad snap. The running back picked it up off the ground and came out of the gate and went about 65 yards before Marcus came and stripped the ball from behind. Brandon Proctor, a defensive tackle, hustling down the field, was able to get the fumble recovery. So that was that was big for us. And like you said, uh, at, the point, at that point it was 14-3. If they would have scored, it would have been 14-10, a totally different ball game. But uh, we did what we needed to do. We we held the, the running back. The, last, the previous games, it went for 250 and 200 and almost 300 one game. We held them by 80-something yards. And 65 of those yards play. came on that mm-hmm. one play. So, uh... Now, I will say, he he on even on the runs, he only got two or three yards. The cat run hard. Mm-hmm. He run hard. And I talked to one of their coaches after the game, and they really said he's their best linebacker also. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't play defense against us. But I've seen film on him playing linebacker, and he he, he bring that wood at, at, at the linebacker spot too. Most definitely. Yeah, but he also, you see that mentality when he run the ball too, because he don't take very many licks. <laughs> he tried to give him out. He tried to deliver him. Go ahead. Um, but like I said, uh, Shout out to the defensive line. Um, Charles Blake always holding it down in the middle. Um, the return of Jayshon Troop, at linebacker. Probably we got back to playing a little bit more our style of defense. There's a lot of people to the ball, and we made some plays. And then once again, Marcus Knight was able to make some plays in the, in the back end. And uh, we did what we were supposed to do and, and beat a, a very good Escambia team. And I, I, shout out to the whole defense. They um, Escambia was ranked number five or six in 6A uh, at, before that game. And um, but like, like Coach said, we beat a pretty good team. And, and um, I don't necessarily know if the points reflected in the, in the rankings, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll wait till after week 10 and, and build them points. Um, Gabby played Pine Forest, which is also another Pensacola team. And you guys were home, and what was the final score, Coach? 3 28. I let you do offense and defense since it, your, yeah, your partner not here. Yeah, we came out. Uh, yes, we came out a little bit slow. They got the lead on us, and then they had to leave in the halftime. We're moving the ball. We had some miscues. Um, I think in the second half, our defense kind of tightened up. Uh, they were a pretty athletic team. They had uh, a couple of guys 
with a few guys. Shoot, a couple guys. I know a running back they had uh, from last year. And it was the kind of game that, you know, when they had, they, they really wanted to play the thing. Even through the hurricane, they called, we still playing the game. We still playing the game, blah, 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 and all that. So, so, you know, they were out there. We kind of doing that homecoming last year. So I know they they were coming out, and um, they, they wanted to come out and, you know, want to show up. I think this is a game that they, they had circled on their calendar. And they played like a very athletic team. Good, very well, uh, good opponent. But I think we outlasted them in the end. And, uh, we did some good things. We, did some, we had a couple pick sixes at the end of the game. We still that thing. Defense played lights out in the second half. Who, who was your pick sixes about? Uh, CJ. I mean, obviously CJ. Uh, Travis Cooper. Travis Cooper had uh, the first pick six. And next drive, uh, uh, Lee, uh, Terry and Lee, he had a pick, uh, pick uh, six. So, uh, we got them. They wanted to run the ball, and we stopped them from running the ball. And, Okay. And always get people out of their comfort zone. That's that's Bill, that's that Billy check. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, a couple touchdowns, they had a bump, another bump return for a touchdown. Another one? I think he's got five on oh season. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, tearing it up. A lot of people still keeping this dude. I, I have no idea, <laughs> but he's doing it. He's doing it. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh, we doing some good things. I think I run it back on uh, Gant. I mean, Gant, uh, he, he had a pretty good game as well. Uh, Fisher had another exciting game. We got like 18 yards passes. So, uh, yeah. It was a team win against a quality opponent. Okay. And, uh, we, uh, we represented for Tallahassee just like Reagan did. Uh, Beat up Pensacola. All right. <laughs> Tallahassee 2, Pensacola 0. <laughs> uh, let's move on a little bit. To, well, I'll stick with you. You guys, what you got this week? We got Florida High. Got Florida High. We just talked about that. Sure did. He's gonna be at that game. That's so Florida High's homecoming, eh? Seeing that. Seeing that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need to stoke a flyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got, they got a pretty good squad. I know they jumped out on Madison. Uh, uh, man, 14 to 0. I think mm-hmm. they on Madison. So one point, I think it was 17-3 or 17-7 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we, got our, we got our work cut out for this week. They're going to play hard. They're going to be coached with them. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a good job with them over there. They got some guys that, you know, make sure uh, we keep them in check and we got to make sure we do our job. Okay. We got Florida High this week. And it's, all, it's, all, it's all coming to us. 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 It's all coming to they're sitting at number two. We're sitting at six. Six, but four. But four, yeah, because we can't go lower than four. We're one district. Um, Lincoln is playing this week. Is playing Reigns. Um, actually, we're playing on the campus of Lincoln High School for the first time since I've been there. When, when was the last time you remember playing on campus? I want to say it was after that. We played Gainesville back in thirteen or fifteen. Thirteen, so probably 2013. Last time I played on campus, uh, played Gainesville High School. Um, but how did that game go? 
<laughs> it was a quagmire. It rained and rained and rained, and it was homecoming, and we lost. Mm. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. homecoming again. Homecoming again, supposed to rain again, but no, uh, Reigns is a super talented team. Um, if not back to back, I know they won the state championship last year. Um, uh, a lot of athletes out there. Um, but I think we're up to the task. We just got to play Lincoln Trojan football. And basically, like we said, coming into the Childs game, um, right now is the playoffs. Every game is important. Right. There's nothing nothing can be said about it, especially with the new point system. If you don't win your games, you're going to fall in the rankings and, and you'll be in a, in a bad spot come playoff time. So we have to play, come out focused. Can't be lackadaisical. We've got to come out focused, play fast, play hard, play Trojan football. So I'm excited. It's another opportunity. Uh, I know last year uh, we went over two reigns and, and had jumped out on them and had a lead. Then uh, in the second half, kind of fourth quarter, fourth quarter, fourth quarter, kind of we were winning going in fourth quarter, fell apart, and and actually they made the score look like it was a blowout almost. I, I, I'm not mistaken, they scored with 25, 30 points in fourth quarter. Yeah. So uh, they're they're one of the teams. Uh, I know one of our one of the coaches on the defensive staffs so that we've uh, we've avenged all of our losses to teams that we lost to last year that were on the schedule again. So. Right. Reigns is next up on the list, but it's a tall task, but I, I think we can, uh, if we play Trojan football, we'll come out yeah. victorious. Um, my take on it is, um, last week I talked about, um, uh, who's the Pensacola? Escambia being a, a fast, athletic team. I think this team is faster and more athletic, but do some of the same things. This this is the type of team that looks like they're uh, unorganized, but when the ball is snapped, they're in every gap, and if not, in your face. So you got you got to block them up. You can't get confused with the stunts. You, got, you know, your line calls got to be on point. And again, I'm going to say this again, receivers got to be where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. <laughs> if not, it's going to be a long night. But I think they're going to be there because I coach them up pretty good. Coach Thompson <laughs> coach them up pretty good. Coach Gray coach them up pretty good. And the good thing about it, uh, our defense is pretty good, and we practice against them every day. And you know they they, they give us fits sometimes. Sometimes we get them fits, but that's what good teams do in, in practice. You know, some days you you dominate them, some days they dominate you. Some days you may get two plays, they may get six. But I think we, we go against them guys every day, and Tyson does a good job of giving us different looks to work on. And that way, in a game, we get those different looks of those exotics. Our guys don't panic as much, which I think we're gonna get a lot of exotics tomorrow. I, I think we're ready for them. I think we're ready for them. We go out and do, like you said, play. If we focus on us, what, what McCray said earlier, focus on us, I think we should be all right. Coming out of that thing at what? Eight and one on, on grass. Seven and two, seven and two on paper. <laughs> and you got any drop-ins for the high school ball? Do you, do you get to end the high school games much? I, ha- I went to Florida High Madison this year. Uh, that's the only game I've been to. Okay. Uh, I usually we kind of busy throughout the week, you know, just doing what I'm trying to do. Come on out tomorrow, man. It's homecoming. Come yeah. on. Word. <laughs> I ain't been to Lincoln in a minute. Um, but yeah, you know, go Trojans, of course. You know, that's always. But um, yeah, hopefully y'all, you know, y'all bring home the W. We bring home the W, I should say. Right. Um, just, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see. I know Lincoln kind of you know dipped down for a minute, but you know it seemed like things you know back on up. I we think don't, we, we don't stay down long. We hit it back. Yeah, we, we, hit it back. we don't stay down long over there. So yeah. <laughs> um, and before we close this thing out, trying to stall a little bit so Kobe Craig can get here and at least answer a question or two. <laughs> um, 
But like, obviously, he had, some business he had to take care of was really important. Um, the one thing I think we did forget was to do our predictions yeah. for college. So let, let's let's go back around and maybe that give him some time to get here. Miami is playing to BC Friday night. Friday night in BC. Tough. If 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 I've never heard of a trap game, this has it written all over. This game is almost up there with, with T.I. or Trap Music. <laughs> Man, as long as that, hey. y'all will be all right. As long as, like, Doug Flutie don't come out and have, like, a Hail Mary reunion or something like that. Man, it's Friday night. <laughs> Friday night in B.C. And it's probably going to be the first time them kids have played in not hot weather. So how are they going to respond? You know, most of our kids love the heat and the humidity. How are they going to respond in, in a little chill? Maybe have to wear some long sleeves or, or something like that. Yeah. I hope sitting on this L for two weeks brings them out motivated and hungry and whatnot. But it's hard to say right now because you know, I, I know in that locker room some people are team Coaster. Some people team uh, Rogier. Or Rogier as he wants you to say now. <laughs> but for some, some kind of way they got to come together Friday, pull together, go and get this W. And I'm going to go ahead and say they, they do get the W. 30 to 17. Maybe they get a touchdown late to kind of stretch it out. I'm going to say they get that W 30 to 17, 30 to 20, somewhere up in there. Yo. Uh, Miami, BC, up in Boston College, Chestnut Hill. Ooh, that's, that's scary. I'm glad it's not Halloween. It's close, though. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Miami bounces back. I know uh, Boston College plays a physical style of football. They're going to try to pound you. Um, they're experienced in the secondary. Um, Mm. But I think uh, Miami out athletes them at the end of the day. It's a great turn. Um, so I'll go with a 28 to 17 Miami. Coast. Um, man, I ain't seen much of Boston College, but uh, Dazio's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. Dazio. Yeah, man, Dazio's gonna run that ball. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like Miami getting. Well, you say that. If if they and I ain't looking much of them either. If that thing is running the ball, I feel a lot better. Yeah. So we got some goons up front. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. <laughs> um, I feel like Boston College. I feel like I'm gonna give. I don't know why this stuff is. Gonna be a competitive thing or? I think it's going to be competitive. I think they, I, I think with Rosier, Rosier. Rosier is what he wants. Rosier. I think with him back at the helm, I think they get back to some, some familiarity okay. with what they want to do. Um, I think the coaching might be more familiar than he can do instead of, you know, you know expecting something. And that's a lot of expect from the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they get to the run game. I think, I think Gives them a little bit different. He got work on his accuracy, obviously, but I think still with that, with the plays that he he will complete, that those guys will make some plays, and I think I, I think they're gonna pull out the door. He's familiar with the, the opponent as well. Three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the antagonist here. <laughs> um, uh, Boston College Friday night. It's a weird, those are weird games. Uh, Florida State had to deal with it last uh, year. They went up also? Yeah, yeah it's Friday, Friday night. And it's, uh, it's they off. should outlaw them games. They don't need to be up there on Friday night. <laughs> Thursday and Friday night. They not play college, I mean, they not play high school football <laughs> in, not. in Boston? It's weird, man. <laughs> Thursday night games and Friday night games on the road in ACC are weird. 
Uh, it's also a Boston College uh, red bandana game oh. um, where they, uh, you know, they, they play inspired by the uh, former player. I think he had cancer. Cancer. Yeah. yeah. So they, uh, oh, no. they deck out. I didn't, no, no, I didn't, I didn't change my prediction. Not <laughs> <laughs> too late. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think the BC plays inspired off that. Um, Miami's having a, they're having some internal conflicts right now, as you said, coach. With um, you know, within the locker room, there's guys that could be team, you know, Perry or team Rozier. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna take BC, man, uh, in a in a close game. Uh, I think you know, 24 to 20, something right. like that, kind of late. Um, but yeah, that, that's how I feel. Okay. I look at Foster College though, man. I don't, they defense don't look too up the stop, but I'm looking at the score. For real? A lot of a lot of double figures. Um Wake Forest scored thirty four. Oh. Who scored thirty? Temple scored thirty five. Oh, they give it up. Score twenty eight. What's the record? Uh, they won some of these games. <laughs> they they up some points. Yeah. <laughs> UMass they beat fifty five twenty one. Vanderbilt, um, you know, I was watching as an FSU fan, so Vanderbilt jumped out, and I was kind of smirking, but uh, <laughs> but Florida, but Florida, uh, like they've been doing all season, they found a way to win, and um, going to be a tough one against Georgia, like he said, like Coach Colson said, uh, got to be physical with Georgia, because they're going to run the ball, that's what they want to do, um, force them to pass and see what from or Fields or whoever they decide to put in. Does. It's gonna be a close one in Jacksonville. Um, what's I hate to say? I got Florida. Mm. I got Florida. Uh, 24, 21. Okay. Uh, he laughing at me because you know what I'm finna say. No, I'm finna say. I think Florida kind of sticks. I don't think they take a step back. I think Georgia kind of regroups. And, and pulls this one out. 
but I don't think it's going to be as many points as expected because Georgia's defense is pretty good. Florida's defense is borderline excellent. Um, I'm going to say 18 to, to 10. No, 18-14 Georgia. 17-14 Georgia. 17-14 Georgia. But I wouldn't be surprised if Florida won, but my prediction is 17-14 Georgia. Tariq? Um, yeah, I, I think this year is going to be much closer. Uh, Florida's playing with a lot of confidence, and, you know, that's kind of what teams, you know, that's how they build. You know, last year they were, what, 4-7, and seven, and they somehow found their groove on how to win those games that they lost close games last year um, in Georgia with both of them being on the off week. But uh, I, I think Georgia's going to win, um, but it's going to be a lot closer this year than the, the blowout. Uh, I just think Georgia makes a few more extra plays uh, than, than Florida. And you'll see some of those those reverts of last year's Florida team this year. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it'll be much closer. Uh, I'll go with uh, 31 to, to 24. Okay, Georgia. 31-24. Yeah. And lastly, uh, Florida State. Uh, Florida State, Clemson. Uh, on paper, uh, Probably, you know, Clemson's defensive line has to talk in town right now. Uh, freshman quarterback Trevor Lawrence throwing the ball all over the place. Um, I, I haven't picked against the nose all year, and I, and I won't today. Um, upset. I just think Florida State plays hard style on defense, maybe force a couple turnovers, get after the freshman quarterback, uh, make some plays on the outside offensively, uh, try to sneak a couple runs in there just to keep them honest. Uh, Defense got to keep it, keep it in the mid twenties. I got Florida State, 27-24. Let's go on the field at 3-13. I got you for the sake of having like I'm gonna be quick. I'm going Clemson, 30 to 10. 30 to 10. 30 to 10. No, no, no shade toward Florida State, but I just think Clemson's a monster. And if it was Miami, I'd probably pick the same type of score because of what Clemson's doing right now. I think it's going to be close. I think maybe 24 17, more than fourth, or something like that. And maybe let's put it out with another late score. Um, I'm I feel like Florida State, I mean, I, they still got talent on the field. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they find a way to that, that, that O-line, that front, don't have any right. I don't know. If, I don't know if y'all know it or not, but I picked up the Athlon book, and the, the four, their four D linemen, or the four first team All ACC D linemen, their four D linemen. Yeah, it's out there. Uh. And, I, I, and I think Florida State defense gonna feed off of that. That's why I think they're gonna close and they can close the pull out of the end. Uh, Florida State defense, I don't really feel like it dropped off. Maybe the beginning is more not not a big drop, but maybe just one they respect. Uh, yeah, um, this has been the one, you know, we've kind of been waiting for and can't escape it. Um, <laughs> but um, I really feel them, you know, the boys going to come out and play inspired football uh, all four quarters. And I just, I still feel like, you know, Clemson just has a, a little step over us. 
Um, you know, I, I hate to pick, pick against us, you know, but I think Clemson wins. You know, maybe that's reverse psychology right now. And I, I feel different. <laughs> I feel different Saturday, but I, I think they just make a few more plays, um, and we tire out on offense because of that. Like you said, that front four, man, they. The top 25 players in the whole country, um, and they, as far as the defense, no, no uh, position rank. You know, they, they all elite. Um, but our defense is elite too. That's what's gonna keep us in the game. Um, I don't think we lose by, you know, maybe by like 10. Okay. Yeah. For for sake of battery life, we gonna speed <laughs> through. Um, uh, FAMU, I don't know if you noticed or not, but FAMU won a big game two weeks ago, and they are number one in the HBCU poll. Um, if they can keep it up, I'm sure they're on track to to have a good, uh, what's the Tampa Classic? Florida Classic. Florida Classic, I'm sorry. And win that and head to the Celebration Bowl. Yeah. But uh, me, you know, part of this, the, the, the conglomerate is Sip the Tap. You know I'm from Mississippi. Guess who's number two? All corn. all corn states. Oh. So if we get our wish, sip the tally uh, and tally up the points. We're gonna roll to the celebration bowl and we're gonna do something live, some kind of live rock live remote with fam and, <laughs> and all corn state. ATL. <laughs> but um, you know we, we we the thing is I appreciate it. We came to Fuma, which is a cigar bar and lounge. Uh, it's a great atmosphere in here. I appreciate Sergio for, for letting us come out and, and do all the thing. Uh, the ambiance in here is awesome. So if you get a chance to visit the place, come by. It's a chill, laid-back uh, World Series is on right now. Uh, we got a table to ourselves, and it's, it's just nice little corner. Nobody, there's other people in here. You probably hear us in the background. Nobody really bothering us. So we come in, have good conversation, and they let us do our thing. Like I said, I appreciate Foom for letting us come out. Uh, this is Coach Evans. Uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, Coach Evans Nine. Great. Uh, Coach Brandon Yeomans, Lincoln High School. Follow me on Twitter, bsmooth48. Also on Instagram, same thing, bsmooth48. Tariq, give me your information one more time, because he always got to go last. He got the extravagant, yeah, exclusive yeah. stuff. Shout out Tally up the points. Appreciate y'all having me out tonight on the pod. Um, like I said, I'm at all social medias at Tarif Knockout, T-A-R-E-E-F Knockout. Peace and blessings. All right, we also got uh, the whole, whole is better life. One more sec. Hey, man, you got 6%. McCray, you got 6% to say what you want. You got 6% left to say what you want. Battery life. It's battery life. You better come on real quick. Okay, okay, what's, what's happening? <laughs> How y'all doing, Coach McCray, in the house? What we done talked about, baby? Hey, everything. Everything. Yeah, if, I, if I find a battery source, I may let you get your own segment. But, um... McCray just walked in and we was really ending it, honestly. Okay. But okay. We, we, we'll give you your points. I'll let it juice up a little bit and we'll come back and give you your stuff. Just hope McCray gonna hit you with all his points in a minute. I'm gonna let the um, laptop get a little battery life and give me your, your Twitter information. Uh, AC. It's, it's Hot Bottom on uh, Twitter. 841C on Instagram. Y'all check me out there. Man, do your thing. <laughs> Spell it out. 841C. That's it. Hot Bottom. H-O-W. Yeah. We're going to have an a, a, a added part to this. We're going to have an added point. No, 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 because it's, it's really about that. I'm going to hook you up. We're going to let uh, McCray come in and get drop his points about Miami, about uh, Florida State, about Florida, and FAMU, and give him his garbage synopsis. So it's going to be on the back end of this. Don't feel afraid. And I also want to do this. Last week, I want to apologize on the audio. It was bad. It was my fault. I forgot to hit a button, and so I had to kind of superimpose my audio amongst theirs. 
And when we did all that, it just didn't come out like I wanted to. I really almost took the podcast down because I ain't like it, but them guys did a good job, so I ain't want to waste their time too. But I think today we're going to be all right. And, you know, once I filter some of this background noise out, we'll be good. But that's the first part of your show. Part two coming in probably about 20 minutes. I'm going to save this before it dies. What's up, man? Yeah. All right, we back. We, we, we found a little power source real quick. We got McCray came in and... uh. First off, since so Tarif can 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 give you what he, you know what you want with him, we let him get out of here. You ask him your question. Okay, well my main question, cause you know I get it may not even matter too much, cause I'm a Miami fan now, but I I grew up a Seminole, I grew up here in Tallahassee. Oh, Brother played on the national championship, the first national championship team. Right. So right. you know, I, if I was, we speak hypothetically. Uh, yeah. If I was a Nose still. You know, I'm a traditionalist, and yeah. I, I see I see your tweets about the, the uniform combos and leading the charge on that. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. I, I, I like what you got. I heard your song, and I was like your song and all that. Just wanted to say that before you ripped me too bad. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the uh, the uniform, the, the black helmets. I, I think everybody kind of feels some kind of way about them, but just to me, and I'm speaking as a college football fan too. Mm-hmm. Why does Florida State need to do the Oregon thing and everybody else thing, the USF thing? Word. Florida State got its own brand that spill on the side of the helmet. Yep. That all whole weight, but they do. I mean, this is how you feel about it. But that's what I was telling the fellas before you got here that, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, discontinue the tradition. I'm just trying to bring it up to date and get us back to what's right. Like the white numbers, you know, having those back on the home uniform, you know, uh, making some slight alterations to the uniform in general, just gonna make it, you know, back to what, you know, growing up, maybe you'll come back over to the good side. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I mean, I like the black uniform, but I told them, you know, I don't really like the helmet, how it looks now. You know, I prefer that it have a garnet, you know, help the garnet face mask on it if they gonna do it. But they should get rid of it all together. Um, Nike just, you know, screwed us over in 2014 and they just been kind of backpedaling it and we won't make the adjustments or changes that need to happen. So I'm with you with that. I like the traditional. Yeah. So don't get that wrong when I'm yeah, pushing it. I'm trying to make make it right, you know? Yeah, That's what I'm out here trying I to see, do. I think, yeah. and, and, and I can see that like, um, you know, a school trying to come into, you gotta make change. You don't want to be wearing 1950s uniforms yeah. and, you know, yellow helmets and stuff, but, yeah. you know, you do, I, I feel you on, know, you do want to make tweaks and things like that, but yeah. just Florida State, I, I want to see Florida State traditional. I see a Miami, Florida State, Miami, Florida game. I don't want to see all the origin stuff, but I, I get what you're saying. Definitely, bro. It's just about making the uniforms right. Um, pack the garnet pants. Pack the garnet pants, you know. <laughs> we can wear the garnet pants on the road because that is traditional. So when people say I'm like, I'm not traditional, like, no, garnet pants are traditional because Bobby made it a tradition to wear them on the road every now and then. He would do that, you know. Uh, so that's, that's just all. That's what I got to ask, ask real quick, too. Yeah. What's your take on the backpack? I don't know if this was tough. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, I was I was indifferent about it. You know, I I really had no issue with it. Um, it was just, it happened so fast, and I saw him like, yo, what's going on? They got a backpack, and then by that time, everybody had you know have formulated an opinion on it, and you know I just I don't really care either way for it. You know, if that's it's something that you know motivate the kids, and that's cool with me. Um, you know, that's what they want to do. If Miami, which one you hate more, Miami or Florida? Uh, Florida. Florida. Yeah, if yeah. Florida had a backpack. Yeah. 
Before now, yeah. What would you have said? Yeah, we would have trolled him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that, but you know, I'm gonna, the, the joke's gonna fly regardless. So I'm just, I just sit back and watch, you know. But I mean, Miami Chain is dope, and I just said that, you know, it's a, it's a dope, and they upgraded to Sebastian on there. So I mean, it's a dope chain, you know. Uh, I wish they put more money into their IPL. <laughs> but you know, I think I told that too. Uh, hey, hey, but you know, I thought he hated Florida more. <laughs> nah, you know, it just. It we're gonna have to start dropping some bags again yeah. to get some get some offensive linemen down there, man. Yo, we need them more. We dude. need them more, bro. Yeah, that's all it is, man. But I, you know, I like the uh, the chain, you know, the, the props. That that's what the kids like, man. That's what you know. That's what they want to do. They and they making turnovers, so mm-hmm. obviously they there's some you know motivation behind that. They don't care. Like like uh, Dante said, oh well, oh well, gotta keep it moving. I'm yep. focusing my energy something else. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. You got anything else, man? <laughs> oh nah, that's pretty much it, man. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, he did kind of drop. You know, he said he gonna do a little something, something. Okay, a little song for us. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, a whole song, man. Not a whole song. Thirty second intro to the Teller Yeah, finishing the album now. Local rapper part one. Okay, when's that gonna drop? Hopefully by the end of this year, um, the single will be out here soon. Um, I, I performed it a few times. We was at the Yin Yang Twin show last week. Okay. Um, I did it there. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you, Drew, I, you know, I, um, I've heard some people like starting up their career rapping. I know you probably been doing it for a minute. Yeah. But I heard the song, um, I can't remember the name right now, it sounds bad, but uh, on the uh, Big Three Roll Up, the first thing you were talking about, and they played the song. Yeah. And I was like, that, that, that's hot. Right? Uh, thanks, bro. Like yeah, it was just, um, you know, just like a segue, you know, for them to start in, um, you know, get it off the chest. Um, so you know they reached out to me and I, uh, I basically just did it kind of right there and um, I sent it back and you know they signed off on it you know Vicky Rolla doing big things oh yeah they doing big things yeah so, got that huge uh, shout out from uh, Spears yeah yeah definitely bro so you know to have my song in there and it, as the show as they show continue to build you know it, it just becomes a part of the show you know it's probably it might be like the 15th or 20th show now that it's, it's been a part of. It's so. part of the Wednesday show? Or the Thursday? Oh, whatever they Sunday show? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's on the every segment. Not the uh, Sunday yeah. session, but yeah, on they main show. That's so, yeah, man. But yeah, definitely, bro. I, um, I see what I can come up with, you know, for the squad here. You know, got to represent home, man. Appreciate yeah, tell Assy proud, you know, no doubt. Did you know he was a Trojan? Yeah, I, I, uh, Coach Yolman was telling me. What, what year did you graduate? Uh, 07. 07? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I remember AC in the, in the halls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't a student, but shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing you, you know. Yeah, man. But yeah, time be changing, man. All right, McCray. Uh, but let's let you get your roll on for the, the topics we already hit. We hit, uh, you want to talk about your, your game with Pine Forest offensively? Uh, yeah, game with Pine Forest was, uh, man, it was an exciting game, man. I, I, you know, I had coached, and people know I coached at uh, Lincoln for a long time. Um, and, and, you know, we had some great battles. The, the bar game to go to state, the Southridge game when, when, uh, in 99 and, um, and then, not, uh, not the Southridge, I'm sorry, the Palm Bay game uh, in 99 and then in 2001 and all that. That game against Pine Forest kind of felt like a playoff, big atmosphere. We knew it was going to be a tough game because uh, Pine Forest is a great team. They got uh, the sack leader in North Florida, West Florida over there. Um, and, and 
you know, it, it was just a, it was a battle, man. They had a lot of speed. They were big up front, and then the secondary. It was probably the first team we played this year that truly had the skill that matched up with the type of skill that the guys and the Lincolns of the world have. You know, usually on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, it was definitely a big challenge for us. Our defense uh, and, and special teams really just came to play hard. And, uh, I, I thought up front, my guys, we, we played a pretty good game. You know, we're still trying to find our playoff uh, group. But uh, as far as, yeah, yeah. As far as uh, Trey Fisher, uh, he's he just doing a great job of managing things, man. He's just been a great game manager. Uh, I told the guys during the game that, you know, this game is going to be a chess match. Two great teams, and it's really going to be about who flinches first. You know, something's going to happen, there's going to be some adversity, and it was back and forth. And the first team that flinches is going to be the one that doesn't come out victorious. So it, it was a great, it was great after the game. I just felt good about being a part of it, so it was good to get that win. Okay. Um, offensively, you, did you, any, any one person or two people who maybe you want to single out or just offensive whole? Or maybe, uh, I, maybe I missed it when you just did that. Uh, well, yeah, Trey, really, he had a really good game with manager. It wasn't even his best stat game, but he managed as well. Um, and then uh, Buddha Jones, he came over, played some guard for us, and, uh, and he, he had some devastating blocks. They were both our tackles. I'm, I'm probably the hardest on them out of everybody on our team, but with that, that kid that was coming in, a great defensive end. Uh, I think his last name was McCall or something like that. That the guy you talking about that? Number 30, yeah. Uh, not remind me, he's, um, I forget who he's been offered by, but he's about 6'2", six, 6'4", two, six, 225. Uh, really good football player. We held him to no sacks, so that, that was a good thing. Okay. Um, what else we hit? We hit, um, Obviously, with Miami bye week, so we ain't stayed long on that. Uh, what you think about the upcoming game, BC Friday night? Uh, I'm I'm nervous about it, man. I, I I feel like I'm I'm I feel the way I think Georgia fans felt uh, during Mark Rick's tenure. Um, I, I just I'm dying. Oh man, I, I'm nervous about where we headed, man. I'm, I'm really nervous about where we headed. I, I love Coach Rick. I met him in person a couple times, just a person to person. I love what he's doing for the program, but I, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like sometimes, you know, some coaches, they there for the moment. Like, I feel like Al Golden got us out of trouble. You know, we was in, had some issues with NCAA. He steered us through that. I appreciate what he did with that. I feel like Mark Rick has kind of set that fence back up, so to say, as far as recruiting. He's doing a great job with that, and he's doing just a lot of things all around with the team. But man, I don't. If we don't get an offensive coordinator, um, and, and you know, really solidify ourselves on both sides up front, we gotta have some good recruiting classes up front, um, offense and defense. We just lost a guy today. I forget his name, but it was between us and Alabama, and he chose Alabama. Oh, okay. um, I, I forget well, his name. It wasn't Evan Neal, right? No, it wasn't Evan Neal. Okay, well, as long as he in the running, it was a D line. It was a D line. Okay, D line. I can't remember his name, but it, I saw it on Twitter going home. Man. He, okay. he chose Alabama. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, what else we hit? We hit. Um, what do you think about uh, Florida State and Wake? Florida State away. You know, I was I was down on Florida State after seeing that Virginia Tech game, Syracuse game, like everybody was. I was more so down because it just didn't look 
it, it looked weird, man, because I grew up watching sports and it looked weird. It looked like they didn't have an identity, but I think it kind of is what people were saying. They just needed uh, needed time to gel, needed time to understand the scheme and what Coach Tagger wanted. I thought they played pretty well against me. They came out flat. Now, when they were running that up tempo early in the game, I was like, yeah, like I told them earlier, I saw the very beginning, yeah. and then I slept to the fourth quarter, and it was kind of got out of hand, Florida State in Florida State's favor. So I, I was nervous at first too, because those guys they look pretty efficient and they had tempo going. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of tempo. If, if Florida State had, if Florida State could block up front without keeping back playing and multiple tight ends and all that, if they could block up front with how the quarterback playing, they may be, uh, you know. Uh, Five and one team on there, so how many games they play with? They probably would only have one loss. Maybe. I think Virginia Tech had their number, mm -hmm. but um, you know, I, the quarterback getting scared good back there throwing the ball. He, he got to. Yeah, he got, he got to. That, that'll make a man out of you. Yeah. Or you. <laughs> uh, what about this upcoming game? They got Clemson. Man, I'm definitely gonna be in the building. I just I like to watch good football. I want to see what Clemson. Just see that D line in person. Um, I, man, after that Miami game, if me predicting that Miami uh, may blow Florida State out, I'm not gonna make that kind of call this week. Um, <laughs> Coach Colson uh, talked me out of that, and uh, so I, I'm, you know, I, I'm. I think it's gonna be a close game. Honestly, I think uh, Florida State got the horses. Freshman quarterback coming in, Joe Campbell. Um, because Florida State been down for a little while, but even before Jimbo, they were down for a little while. People underestimate what it's like to come into Joe Campbell and play, especially as a freshman. Um, yeah, I, I'd be nervous if I was Clemson. You picking Florida State? I'm going to see if I can remind where everybody picked. Tariq picked, he picked Clemson. I remember the score. I picked Clemson. AC picked Clemson. And Brandon picked uh, Florida State. Storm on the field. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Florida State. I, I know it's crazy, I was so down. I'm going to go Florida State um, because I don't know. I, Clemson seem too, they seem too comfortable to me. You know, I, I see all the dancing after the games and all this stuff in my room. It feel real comfortable. And I think Florida State, when you get Florida talent like that together and they playing with a chip on their shoulder, you know, I, I, I think Florida State may have a, a shot. So I'm going to go Florida State. Okay. Um, we also hit uh, Florida Georgia. Oh, um, man, it, it's just exciting. I, I really... And I'm one of the people, I want to see the big green do well. I want to see good games when they play each other. So Florida's been excited me with what they've been doing. I've been excited about their defense. Uh, I love Coach Hevesy, the offensive line coach. Uh, I always knew he would get them kind of rolling with the run game. Um, I still think Georgia has, uh, they got the talent. They got the more seasoned talent, guys that have been to the championship, all that stuff. So it's going to be an exciting game to watch. Florida going to play with a lot of emotion. Um, but I'm still, I'm, I'm still going to go Georgia because I, I think Georgia up front may be able to control the, the, the clock. I think they're going to be able to run the ball on Florida. Florida got to dial up a lot, man. And if Georgia protected, um, you know, it's going to be a chance for them to get big plays against Florida. Um, Tariq pick, who did Tariq pick? But they got, he picked Georgia. I picked Georgia. 
Hey, see Pig Floyd. See Pig Floyd. And you got George. You got George. Okay. Uh, and lastly, Dead Floyd Stay Wait. Oh yeah, you got, you got Game Day and um, SEC Night. That's, that's big right there. Game Day and SEC Night. Uh, we also mentioned FAMU being ranked number one in the uh, HBCU poll. I think it's called Botox, something like that. Something like that. They're ranked number one with all four and nine number two. And we just reiterate the fact that we may be in a celebration mode if you know if those schools get there. Yeah. To, to do something live, to mingle with folks, or just to be out there and have an overall good time. That's what y'all love, man. Huh? You know what y'all that's uh, Oh, that, that, that all corn, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we got a couple of garbage guys at all corn. Yeah. We got Beto. We got uh, TJ Simmons. TJ Simmons. DB on the 13th. Trey Hill on the 13th. Trey Yeah. Trey Hill Yep. I think I met a guy at Best Buy that says PJ is his bro. You know anybody that, well, y'all just got it. You been, how long you been a guy, bro? Yeah. I think he went to guy and he said PJ was his brother. He played law for him also. But I had on some kind of Mississippi shirt. And he was talking about how he ain't just like Mississippi, so you know I had to go see him. I know. Well, Coach, I say I told Coach Yeoman before, because I asked him. I called him after the family scrimmage over in Quincy. And I said, Coach, I don't get to watch a whole lot of HBCU football outside of seeing family. But I said, the way that scrimmage looks, it just looked well put together, man. Them guys were flying around. I thought the second day looked good. I heard they got a DB that's got a bunch of picks this year. Uh, you know, it, it just looked real organized and, and, and crisp. And the swimming, I, I thought they were going to have a big deal, but it seemed like they they done their thing over there. Right? And not to sound funny or anything, but in black college football organization is probably priority one. Yeah, priority one. That that will get you a lot of wins. Is being organized, having a program, not just a team, and, and things that work together. And so I, I commend Coach Simmons on bringing that to FAMU or bringing that back to FAMU, however you want to put it. And they're doing a great job, and um, I'm just excited uh, how the season's going. Got Morgan State on. Uh, Saturday, 4 p.m. at Bragg. One of them, one of them uh, few Saturdays where you get a, fam, a Florida State home game and a family home game. Double dip it. Manage your time right. You can get the both of them. Yeah. One's at 12, one's at 4. You got anything uh, for Coach? Or Coach, you got anything for us since you missed out? Um, I just got done reading the Yahoo story about uh, about Galvin football. I, I figured I'd mention that. Yahoo, like. Yeah, well, it's, it's the whole thing with uh, the hurricane and some kids transferring because stuff was happening. And I, you know, as a, as a Leon County employee, I, I'm speaking personally about it. I ain't speaking as an employee, but, um, you know, it's it just reading that story. It's kind of sad to me. Just everything that's going on, I think it's more so, a, you know, it, it's it's a witch hunt for some. It, it's all how you take it. Is it you know, negative towards you guys? Because I hadn't seen it. Well, it, it's some negative and then it's some positive. It's basically saying the timing of what all happened seems suspicious to the people in the communities that were affected down there. They feel like, you know, uh, that Gabby was taking advantage of the fact that they may not play football anymore. That's just, you know, I, I, I'm going to rip 
to say it. That's just not us. That's, that's, I mean, not only are we successful right now, but I mean, we, you know, it, it's, just, it's just not us. I hope everything works out best, not only for, you know, the school, the team, and the football and all that, but just for the kids and general. That's what it's really about, you know, and then in the story, the parents talked about, they made a decision that they felt like was best for their kids. So, you know, I can't really, I don't know the ins and outs of everything. I just know what I'm reading on the story. And, and just to be just hearing about it, I'm going to give you a scenario. My kids are... Uh, a potential college player at one of those schools. Bam, the hurricane hit. Nothing humanly possible we could do about it. Now his he may not be able to play football again, so his his college opportunity may be glimmered. If you're not gonna play football and doors are open, you know what I'm saying? Now you know I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I'm just looking at it from a from a parent standpoint. Just, you know, I'm just hearing about it, so I ain't got no no motive behind us with what I'm saying. But if, if I'm a borderline college play, high school player with trying to get to college, I need as much tape as I can get. And if I got to go somewhere else to get tape, and it's not in, without, without outside the rules, so be it. But, and the thing is, and it seems like the, the high school name comes up with this stuff, but the thing is, it, it's a bunch of players that well, one player that got me, one school that got me there, or in other places now. We, you know, we we never bring up any of that stuff like that because it's, it's mainly players and parents doing what they feel like is best for them, and it may not be right. Or it may not be right as far as what the, the players and parents are thinking. They may not have, you know, the best intention, but it's, it's really they decision. It's public school. Taxpayer money, no people make decisions that they want. Like I said, when Florida opened up the whatever, however the, the transfer rule or whatever that, that is, and you know, a lot of people were like, well, let's try to keep certain certain man, I'm a coach who ever show up. Yes. That's, that's what I feel like. I think I speak for all four of us by saying I'm gonna coach whoever show up, whoever show up to practice, whoever show up on Fridays, that's who I'm coaching. If you don't want to be there, so be it. Right? It is what it is. Now, I'm glad you brought that up because somebody made one of the mention earlier. Um, Lincoln went to um, Bluntstown Saturday after getting back from, from uh, Pensacola at about 2 or 3 in the morning. We turned around and went to Bluntstown at about 7 a.m. the next morning and delivered uh, some supplies. Lincoln trailer rolled down there and delivered some supplies and cleaned off a, a spot uh, close to the football field so they can practice on. That football field is totally destroyed. One pitcher had the, the, the bleachers on the field. When we got there, the field was not covered in, in glass. There was a lot of glass on the field from where the lights had to fail down. Like all the lights fell down, bleachers had them folded, kind of like somebody took a cane and crushed it. They, just, they were just on the field, but somebody had moved them all. And then the ride to the Pensacola, I, I don't know if you guys saw my tweet. I slowed down some of the trees and the way they were snapping hair. That, and I, I left my phone at home the next morning. The ride to Blunstown was worse. You can see like a whole mini forest or whatever. Every tree is snapped. Every tree that didn't have a huge root was snapped. And the ones that had huge roots, they were just pulled, pulled up. You know what I'm saying? Like from the roots. They were leaning over from the roots. So, and then the town had like, uh, what's the stuff when you put in the attic? The insulation. Insulation and tin roof was all over town. And, Man, I, I just don't see, I, them folks probably still don't have lights, man. They don't. They don't. It, it's crazy. It, I'm so happy. I'm, well, not, I'm, I'm happy, but we were truly blessed. Yeah. yeah. But that's going to be another 50 to 100 miles this way because 
what they're going through. I was complaining about not having lights for a minute, but get that, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Man, going over there Saturday and just, and just, I didn't really say much about it, but just going over there and seeing that, it was, it was a weird feeling, man. Just all those trees mangled and tree, you could just, it was still trees on top of piece of people's houses and then on one, power line, on power line, so they, they still don't have power. Um, and then when we got to the, the football facility, um, you can see the bleachers have been picked up and twisted. And then if they had four four or five lights, there were no lights at the stadium. Everything, All the lights have been blown off, glass everywhere, all over the field. Um, and so it was, it was a good feeling to be able to go over there and help the little bit that we could do. Um, you know, we took them Gatorade and snacks and maybe some clothes and stuff. Um, and we were able to do a little cookout for them, hamburgers and hot dogs. And, and most of their team came out and they were happy and receptive of us. And um, we talked to their coach and he dang just started crying just cause he just, he was like, I don't know what we're gonna do. They're, they're having a great season, six and one football team. Um, they, they won't be able to play on their field for the rest of the season because of the debris on the glass that's broken on the field. Um, we were able to clear out uh, a lot for them. He said that's where they're going to practice from now on. Um, and so, I mean, it was, it was good to have the kids and shoot myself even go over there and just lend a helping hand and help them try to get back on their feet. Um, reading the tweets from the coach, she, uh, I guess the next day, he said uh, he had been coaching for 24 years and that was like the best practice they ever had. He said all the kids that were able to come out, I guess the whole team, and they were flying around and they had a great practice. I believe they play Saturday afternoon because they don't have lights. So um, if I, I wish I could get over there just to see that and just see how those kids um, were responding for their community and their parents. I forgot who is it, but some other school is hosting their games. I forgot yeah, who it is. I remember you said it. But uh, that's where they're going to play their games at, where their home games, I guess, for the rest of the year. And not to mention, they were in the championship last year against uh, Madison. Yeah, they made they made the finals. But um, I'm glad you brought it up so I could bring it up because I meant to mention it earlier. And that's Because we had that, you know, we've come back so late. But my wife we had a conversation with my wife, and she was she wasn't on me, but she was just saying the, the thing in the conversation she said, well, because I had worked, say, what if that was your mom? But let me back, let me back up here a little more of the backstory. She was talking, she was saying, what if that was you? you? I said, now I would like for somebody to help me, but I don't want nobody to feel like they obligated to help me. Then she dropped, what if that was your mom? You know, my, my mama lives by herself, so. If, what if you know, what if that was her? And I thought about it. Like you're right. This little change I'm trying to make on the side, you know, is and it's not worth it. Oh, it's worth it, but it's not. But going over there and, and doing that little thing for them and seeing 
you know, the kids light up when they got something to eat and, and, and seeing the coach, how appreciative he was of us, you know, being there. Because we didn't do a whole lot, a lot of work. But they were appreciative of the work that we did. And just to have somebody there to kind of ease the tension and get their mind off of it and kind of bring some kind of camaraderie. Yeah, try to, try to get back to that. And even if the old ladies across the street. I was going to say, even, even right there near the school or right there near the stadium, it was people like, you know, sitting out on their porch. They don't have no lights. They're just out there. And some of our kids went over and talked to them. And they, they were just happy to, to be talking to somebody. And, and they were just wild at the fact that, you know, somebody would give up their Saturday afternoon to come help pour me in Blunt's time. But, you know, really, maybe that's teaching lessons. But I'm glad the kids got a chance to do that and not just hear about it. They, they went out and did it and, and saw where they could help somebody in need. And not so much picking up debris or just having somebody to talk to. I mean, that's a, that's a tough, tough, tough thing to go through. Like, I, don't, I don't know what, and the, the beauty of it is, right around the time we were cooking, our team went inside, and their team was inside. So I'm sure there was interaction, some kind of conversation, and that conversation with them kids probably was the best conversation they probably had in a while to get their mind off power and school and, and food and Whatever, it's just, cause I'm just happy. I was happy to be able to do it. Shoot, they're still not in school, right? Like they just going to football practice, and that's, and I'm sure it's a release for them. Like, well, me and Mama don't got power, but I'm going to practice now. I get to get my mind off of that for two hours, or you know, however long they practice, and then shoot, they got to go back to it. But <laughs> it's funny. I, I did hear a little bit of backstory. Their kids had asked our kids if they wanted to run a seven on seven real quick. And our kids were like, uh, we do, but we just played a game last night and we just rode over here, so. On top of the fact, we had played the game Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we hate to turn you down, but we ain't going to do that right now. <laughs> but um, from my point uh, of this episode of Tell Up the Points, I don't have anything else. If I leave the floor with you guys, you got anything else? Good, man. Good episode. Good episode. Real good episode. Again, I want to thank uh, Tariq Knockout for, for coming out, hanging out with us for a minute. Uh, if, you, if you haven't heard his song, Leap to Simplicity, a shout out to uh, Florida State and what Tagger said he wants to do with his offense. So I appreciate him coming by. Again, I appreciate Phoenix for hosting us. Uh, McCray, you drop your, your Twitter because we already dropped ours early. All right, this is the latest episode of Tally Up the Points. Again, uh, tomorrow. Lincoln plays uh, Reigns on Lincoln's campus for the first time in a while. And Friday, Gabby plays Florida High, and Tariq will be performing in the pregame of Florida High and Gabby. Uh, latest episode of Talent Points. We out. Peace.
gates is a case. A bunch of war daddies coming for more natties. Welcome to Tallahassee, aka the title town. And you know we run the state, ain't giving up the crown. It's not your time right now. Probably never will. It's Bobby Bowden feel. So you know it's real. Real underdogs on the road coming for the side. Do something, blame no one to find the odds. Play by play with the voice, Gene Decker. Who got a swagger like state? You can't knock us off.